1: Anniversary,
2: AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis.
0: With us SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. FBI now investigating a group of male Afghan refugees after they allegedly assaulted a female U.S. soldier in New Mexico. Correspondent Ken Lorman reports. The Public Affairs Department at the Fort Bliss Army Post confirms the
2: report of a September 19th assault of a female service member by a small group of male evacuees at the Donna Ana Complex in New Mexico. Fort Bliss says it takes the allegations seriously, has referred the matter to the FBI, and is stepping up security. Senator Ted Cruz was one of a number of lawmakers pointing to the hasty and botched U.S. exit from Afghanistan. He said on Twitter that Joe Biden, quote, had no idea who he brought into the U.S. Ken
0: Lorman reporting. White House had claimed Afghans had been thoroughly vetted. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas warns of China's power. The
2: idea that China was involved in our election. What we can do with technology in this day and age, what China can do is chilling we have to understand there's no question it would be absolutely ridiculous to assume that they are not all in on that with everything they have and they have a lot to undermine our election the eric metaxas show overnights at three on am 1280 the patriot intelligent radio
3: AM 1280, The Patriot. Today, decreasing clouds and a high of 67, and tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 80. It's our Cry Macho Sweepstakes. Register daily at am1280thepatriot.com for a chance to win $1,000 cash, a quality brown suede
0: jacket, uh, a Clint Eastwood 40 Film Collector's Edition box set, and a $50 Fandango movie gift card. The Narn with Mitch Berg continues next.
3: The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My show, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget, Jack Tomzak. The newest member of the NARN joins us after 3 o'clock here today with his uh, – one of the guys who just knows where all the political bodies are buried in Minnesota and is not afraid to dig him up live and on the air. He'll be joining us. I don't know who his guests are today, but they will be great because that's what Jack does. He he, he gets the interviews. Uh, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 uh, doing the closer edition of the Northern Alliance, which reminds me, we need to come up with an official nickname for the Zach show here. We may put that to a public vote if he doesn't step up and come up with something here really soon here. At any rate, uh we are coming up on a city uh, round of city elections here and while it is very easy to get hopeless about the prospects for places like Minneapolis or my home of St. Paul, there is hope out there and if <laughs> if the situation gets bad enough to co- convince enough people that it's time for a change Change can happen. And I keep these, some of, some stories of such changes in mind as, as I come into these interviews just to keep my attitude straight. And it's my pleasure to welcome a couple people to this broadcast here who are going to try and be those bolt from the blue exceptions, uh, with us who, uh, uh, running for mayor of Minneapolis as a moderate Democrat. Mark Globus joins us. Mark, uh, welcome to the North Alliance Radio Network.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
3: Absolutely. Get you right up close to that microphone right there or pull it up to you if you prefer. And uh, as running as a Republican in the 13th award against Lisa Palmisano, uh, Ken Solway joins us. Ken, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Now, you two, uh, in, in, it's odd enough to have you here because this just happened. You have not met before, I'm told. The two of you have not met before coming into the studio here today.
4: No. Correct. In yeah. the green room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: Ken, you are a Republican running for the city council. I am, yes. Yes, sir. and mark you are a moderate democrat two wo- from minneapolis three words i had despaired of ever hearing in the same sentence again mark he still exists are there
4: well that's there's the, people in the electorate who are looking for um, a good choice a well, good solid choice
3: let's talk about that right now you are running for mayor of minneapolis and i have said in the past uh it many times perhaps just out of exasperation with the electorate in that city, that if they come up with another mayor, a different DFLer, because where else? A different DFLer for mayor of Minneapolis than Jacob Fry, their only choices are worse or worserer uh, for mayor of Minneapolis. You're going to try and disprove that particular saying of mine, as well as as that reputation that the Minneapolis DFL has. How, tell us a little bit about how you. How you support this race. I mean, there are not everyone out there is an Alondra Cano voter. Tell us more about the electorate in Minneapolis.
4: You know, the electorate in Minneapolis hasn't had a good, a lot of good choices. They haven't had a moderate Democrat to be able to select from. This is a very important election. It's pivotal for the city. And what really concerns me is if you look at the state of our city right now, it is not good. You could, you could. You could pull a thousand people. None of them would tell you that Minneapolis is on the right track. And I have not seen the mayor present any type of plan to position and move Minneapolis in a different direction.
3: Minneapolis is in trouble. That that promotes Captain Obvious straight over Major to Lieutenant Colonel right there, Mark Globus. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about your path to victory potentially here and what that means for Minneapolis potentially uh, when we come back to you. But let's uh, let's go to, to to Ken Paulway right now. You are uh, running for the City Council in Ward 13. For those who are not from Minneapolis, uh, th- tell us a little bit about uh, about your race and the district you're running for.
5: So the 13th so Ward, 20. it is uh... – South Minneapolis, it's right before you get to Edina. It'll be Lake Street, um, all the way, and then 50th all the way down to Lindell Avenue. So, okay, yeah, and that's uh, it's it's going to be tough, but I think that with everything that's happened recently, the city, I mean, who's like he just said, nobody thinks we're on the right path. Right, it's time to make a change. Like I said, there's no Republican. It's been 30 years since the 90s since Republicans been on City Council. It makes very hard for a two party system to be to work or accountability. That's the biggest thing for me, is the accountability. If you have the two parties in there, you know, if they're all Democrats, how can they? They don't hold each other accountable. And personally, with what happened to the city this past you know two years, yeah, I don't think any incumbent should be reelected at all. But more importantly, if if there's nobody a better choice to replace them. And that's what I'm hoping I am. And we we all have to hope that. I mean,
3: you have a city council where the president of the city council said in as many words, public safety is a privilege. And I don't know why everyone, especially in that ward, Southwest Minneapolis, isn't jumping up and down on their soapboxes saying, yeah, dang, Skippy, it's a privilege.
5: One I pay for with these ridiculous taxes in this godforsaken city. It's not only a privilege or it's not a privilege, but it's a prerequisite for prosperity. You have to have Public safety for so many different reasons. Yeah. I mean, it, it, for her to say that, she's not running again for reasons, things that she said like that. But yeah, I'm hoping the people of my ward have been, are pissed off enough to actually, I don't care if you're a Democrat, stay a Democrat, but yeah. vote Republican. Yep. And and that it's and, and that and that's one of the things that potentially gives me
3: hope for both of your I think it's fair to say dark horse candidacies. We'll come back to that in a moment here. Mark, tell us a little bit about your background. Where do you come from? And and as an apparently sane person, uh, what what brought you to this decision to run for mayor of Minneapolis?
4: You know, about a year ago, year and a half ago, I just looked at the city after the murder of George Floyd, yeah. the city ablaze, the uprisings and uh, things weren't making sense anymore. I'm a very logical person. I'm an attorney and business person. I have a business in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, I'm a commercial real estate developer. I'm a business builder. That's what sets me apart from the other candidates. (laughs) There's a lot of politicians in the race. I'm a business guy. I'm just trying to be frank and straightforward and answer the questions, and have solutions to the problems. And, um, you know, I'm just really concerned where this city is. I can offer um, a solid option other than Jacob Fry. There's a narrative yeah. out in the community right now, which is a bad narrative. That it, And here's the narrative. The barbarians are at the gate with the very liberal, liberal candidates who want to defund the police and rent control and young and very liberal agenda. So let's coalesce behind a flawed mayor, a mayor who we don't like, but at least he's not a barbarian. And that's why I'm here today to tell you that there's an alternative. In the Democratic Party a DFL who is a moderate Democrat and I have a long history a track record of proven accomplishments and you know I just want to get the city back to the business of running the city of Minneapolis.
3: Ken Solway same question for you uh, a little bit about your background a little bit about, about the Ken
5: Solway story and what prompted you to uh, throw your hat in the ring. Yeah it's just so athlete through college played basketball um, Became a teacher right after college. Taught algebra 2 for a little while at a high school down in Florida. Um, no money in that, so I jumped into sales. You know, the business world, the business acumen I you have to have these days to be successful. I've been in doing the business management and business development type things for the past 10, 15 years now. What prompted me to jump in the race was, you know, as he alluded to, um, George Floyd and then the city burning down as the way it did and, and accountability. It's huge for me. Somebody needs, they need to be held accountable. I don't... The whole democratic where f- they cheat almost to get in on some some aspects. Yeah, if that's true, then that needs to be addressed. But it can't be addressed if it's just all Democrats. Let's make it two party system, Republicans and Democrats as it's supposed to be. Everybody gets something that they want. Again, vote Republican, stay a Democrat, but vote Republican for sure this this, this upcoming. Election. Yeah, that's
3: the problem with one-party cities, and this happens everywhere. Everywhere you have no viable opposition out there. With no viable opposition, there is no accountability whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And and Mark Globus, that yeah. accountability can come from within the same party. It can. It usually doesn't. Right. But it can. So let's talk about your agenda. Let's talk mm-hmm. about about uh, Mark Globus's plan. Should you be elected yes. mayor of Minneapolis? What what will change in Minneapolis if you are the mayor in a city with a? Famous Weak mayor system.
4: Correct. Um, there is on the ballot, there's one of the ballot questions is to create a strong mayor system. Maybe we'll get to that later. But I think the number one issue is public safety. Oh, yeah. And as far as the ballot initiative to defund the police, I do not support that initiative. I think that we've seen the effects of a Minneapolis police department that's been cut by more than 25%. And yeah. this wasn't, just did not happen by policy. It happened organically by early retirements, PTSD. And the, the result has been an abject failure. Oh, yeah. Crime is up, murder is up, shootings are up, and the police are spread very thin. And uh, I support Chief Arradondo. I support a bottom-to-top reorganization of the Minneapolis Police Department. But my number one thing in my budget is I want to bring the police department back up to full force. That's where the, it needs to be.
3: Absolutely. That was the thing that, that I mean, as the, crime, as the homicide rate is edging up towards murderapolis levels right now. It's, it may pass that record. Uh, and that's bad enough. But the worst thing about it was back then. You don't hear me saying many positive things about uh, what was uh, Sharon Sales Belton, the mayor mm-hmm. at that time, uh, but but she was the mayor of Minneapolis. Norm Coleman, uh, a very moderate Democrat, who got so moderate he got kicked out of the party, uh, was mayor of Saint Paul, and they both agreed mm-hmm. that crime was bad yeah. and the city councils in both cities says crime is not optimal let's get that de- you don't have that in minneapolis today the idea that public safety is desirable mm-hmm. is not universally held at city hall and that is just
4: bonkers that's true you yeah. know I've, I've had the chance to talk to a number of cops on the beat uh, just a few nights ago i was on first avenue oh, and boy. i had a chance to mm. chat with three or four <laughs> police officers and yeah we're talking about what's going on in the department, why is crime up why why are you not enforcing the laws and it it comes to the 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 position that's being set up high yeah up in the mayor's office and on the city council and we need to we need. A police department that's accountable, but we need a police department that knows we support them.
3: Absolutely. I want to ask you the same question, Ken Solway, uh, if you become a Republican and a large, very Democrat. But I can't right yet because we have to take a break. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to put a pin in that thought here. Let's take a quick break. By the way, we can take some questions perhaps for uh, mayor candidate, moderate uh, DFL or Mark Globus and Ken Solway, GOP candidate for Ward 13. In Minneapolis, a year where opportunities seem to abound. If the Minnesota poll tells us anything, anything can happen out there. We just have to make it happen. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 128, The Patriot.
2: Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM-1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey
6: app. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up, nationwide exposure experience and expertise let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business it's an easy decision
0: to learn more about salem surround call 651-289-4418 651-289-4418
2: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com
8: Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Chet's Shoes. Chet's takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Chet's Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store, visit their Spring Lake Park location, or online at Chet'sShoes.com. Remember, Chet's Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's
3: am 1280 the patriot the northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments for mark globus moderate democrat candidate for mayor of minneapolis and ken solway gop candidate for uh ward 13 city council in uh in minneapolis i'll get to uh, follow up question just a moment uh mark solway one thing that gives me some hope and it's Believe me, as a Republican in St. Paul, as I am, you grab whatever little bits of hope you can out there. Uh, One of my political idols is a fellow named Brett Schundler, probably no one you've ever heard of. But in 1991, he ran for mayor as a conservative Reagan Republican, ran for mayor of Jersey City, New Jersey, a -hmm. place that, if anything, has worse numbers for Republicans. At at that point, 8 percent Republican, 80 percent registered Democrat in Jersey City, New Jersey but that was a city that was having lots of trouble even in the, through the 1980s was having horrible troubles with crime with a collapsing education system with uh with with the schools completely falling apart with jobs exiting uh, this the the city and moving farther south in new jersey and he ran on a platform uh for a city who needed it ran on a platform of jobs schools public safety not in that order and he won. He won three, term, three three-year terms as, mayor, as Jersey, mayor of Jersey City. He brought that city around. I mean, he made it and this may seem like damning with frank praise, but but the, the jewel of the Jersey side of the Hudson. Uh, and of course, if there's anybody who's in worse shape than Minnesota and Minneapolis Republicans, it's New Jersey Republicans. <laughs> uh, so he was not able to, to carry that on into a governorship, unfortunately. And more's the pity. But if someone could do that in a place like Jersey City, in theory, under the right circumstances, someone can do it here. And that's what gives me hope for both of you, Genser. So we'll come back to that. I asked Mark what, uh, prompted him, uh, to, to, to run for, for office and for, for mayor and what he plans to do. And I'm going to focus that one on you here, uh, 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 uh you know, Ken Solway. What do you, what's your plan? If you get into office, what are you going to do?
5: So the, my plan is to, one, it, be the voice of reason, first of all, uh, yeah. uh, against the, a group that's, that needs a voice of reason. Persuasion, um, influence is, is where I want to come in and, and influence them to what the people of the city want, not just there's certain words you can get elected with less than 3,000 votes, you know, so oh, yeah. they don't speak for the entire city. Yeah. And, 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 to, and that's where I want to step in and help out and be the voice of reason, there's races like that out there. If
3: every it, I, I ran on a very frustrating—I didn't run. I, I, I helped to operate a very frustrating special election race 10 years ago where if every Republican who had turned out to vote for president had turned out to vote for the candidate, it would have been a 3-1 to one win yeah. in an off-year special election, but couldn't get them out to the polls here. And so,
5: yeah, go ahead. Well, it adds add to what he was saying about the— police force of course i that's i stand on it needs to be full force i also stand with the more money goes into it rather than less they need better equipment a a body camera they cannot turn off to where when they're on the clock they are that's how you hold them accountable yeah they're fully surveillance with their body camera the audio video everything so um but again it's the voice of reason instead of defund we're trying to increase the budget voice of reason. That's what I plan to bring in. City you. government doing the job that city government is supposed to do. That's such a radical concept. More radical in some ways than,
3: than the city council we have. We, time is tight here. I want to make sure we get to all the important points here. Let's talk path to victory. Mark Globus here. Uh, you, you, you Minneapolis, famously progressive town, the, the, mm-hmm. the Portland on the prairie. Yep. Yet, y- it's your theory that there are a mass of disenfranchised Humphrey Mondale voters out there in Minneapolis. Yes. Uh, go on.
4: Well... Mitch, there's ranked choice voting here in Minneapolis, I think, which makes a big difference. I think in the second or third round of ranked choice voting, I will take this and I will win as mayor. There's a number of reasons why Jacob Fry will not take it on the first round. I don't think he has that type of deep support in the city and there's the challengers on the left. Again, what I offer is a option, a a good, reliable, safe DFL option for mayor, other than our current mayor.
3: This is the matter of trying to get the word out there. How yeah. do you plan on reaching this mass of, of disenfranchised Humphrey Democrats?
4: That's why I'm on 1280 for Patriot today. <laughs> We're doing a lot of advertising online we're doing a lot of facebook we're doing a lot of signage
5: let's
3: talk to that uh, same question for you ken solway your path to victory what is it
5: uh it's going to be educating the voters so we had a 40 percent turnout last uh city council election but at 87 percent on the presidential election so oh, yeah. we need to merge those two together get more people out to vote but they got to be educated and how I plan on doing it is through. It's got to be door to door. I mean, the advertising is great, but if you can't really speak to them face to face and get them to know you, it's going to be harder to do. So it's going to take a lot of, lot of door knocking.
3: So yeah, let's talk about the campaign. Uh, Ken, sounds like you're going to be burning up some shoe leather this next uh, few weeks. Here, uh, tell so tell us about a day in the uh, the campaigning life of Mark Globus.
4: Getting on the phone, talking to a lot of voters, and I agree, you have to do the shoe leather, but It's a big city. You're doing a war. I'm doing an entire city. Yeah. 450,000 people. I'm trying to reach them. Quick phone conversations. When I talk to people, I do not find a lot of interest in reelecting our current mayor. Yeah. Because, again, if you talk to people, we don't seem to be on the right path. I am the number one housing candidate in the race because I am a developer. I know how to build housing uh, under under budget, under schedule. Right. I can do all those things. There's no other candidate in the race who's done housing. I can do affordable housing. I can create a ton for Minneapolis. And one of the things is the city council and the developers and the city planning staff, they're at odds. Yeah. I want to get them in a room especially the developers and the city planning staff and work together and get this housing done and, you know, off the planning and into construction.
3: So let's talk about getting words out and, and how people can help. If you live in Minneapolis or know people who live in Minneapolis... These are a couple of causes you should be able to get by. Let's start with you, Ken Sola. How can people find out more about you, your campaign, maybe donate
5: some money or time to this race? Of course, yeah. VoteforKen.org um, is the website. You can go on there. You can donate um, your time or your money. Um, either one is acceptable. We are in need of more volunteers to get the word out. It's, it's going to be... Uh, key to our success is getting the word out of course you got the marketing advertising you have to do but we need the door knockers the people dropping off literature things of that nature again vote for ken.org Vote for Ken, is that
3: F O R can or the yes. number four? Okay. No, F O R F O R can. I will try and post that at Shot in the dark. That info when we get off the air here. So hopefully people will be able to find if they don't remember that. Although that's a pretty easy one to remember. Yeah. Vote for Ken <laughs> dot and, and what kind of help? Uh, obviously, money goes a long way in these sorts of things. Money goes a
5: long way. That goes towards you know obviously the yard signs, the literature, things of that nature. But again, and more so, the uh, volunteering is is what we are looking for
3: and Paul Massano is leaving office so that's Lisa Paul Massano the, I believe she's leaving office no she's running she's for a, oh she's running for yes. ah,
5: okay I mistook something I heard she's earlier. running for okay. election. you know i look looking right. at her finances which you can find on the SOS website she's got money coming from outside the state oh, every, yeah. every direction it's crazy um, oh yeah so we're going to need your help.
3: Minneapolis DFL floats on a raft made from money from coastal progressive plutocrats. Uh, Mark Globus shaking his head, laughing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, without without a whole lot of Hollywood and New York money, Ilhan Omar would be uh, yeah. would, would be would be banging a drum out on the street looking for for contributions. Uh, Mark Globus, uh, how can people find out more about uh, your uh, yourself, you and uh, and how to contribute?
4: Sure. I'd love you to check out my website, uh, globus dot com. That's G-L-O-B-U-S-4-F-O-R-mayor.com. Go to my website, read up on me, read up on my platform, read up on where I am on the issues. And I think everybody I talk to, everybody I meet with says, you know what, I support your platform. I think you would be great for Minneapolis. You'd make a great mayor. We need to replace the one we have. <laughs> you, your name's not out there enough. And that's why I'm on the radio today, and that's why I'm pushing the message. We can save and revive Minneapolis. We can get it back on track. I have a big uh, development program that I want to do for South and Central Minneapolis and North Minneapolis 3 to $4 billion redevelopment. Not million, but billion. We want to do some really special things because we want to pivot the city. The city is known, has a black eye right now. I want to make Minneapolis the city that's known for race. When the discussion on race starts, we can start it in Minneapolis, but in a positive way and in an educational way
3: and it's It strikes me as someone who moved to Minneapolis thirty five years ago next month because it was that weird something it seems like a weird combination today, a place with a thriving culture i mean I moved here to be a music don 't tell my parents, but I moved here <laughs> to be a musician after college and took a game run at it to be fair um, and 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 it was a place you could not only find that life and that 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 wonderful, vital cultural life and and city, frankly, and still afford to live as a a 22-year-old with an English degree uh, and and no real job prospects, you could actually do that back then. And I I look today and I think, if I were that hungry 22-year-old kid trying to get in somewhere anywhere today... I'd, I'd have to move somewhere else, Dallas, Orlando, something else. It's just not the Minneapolis it used to be. And the only way to get back to that, Mark, Ken,
5: is to get people like you into office.
3: But now, so uh, I urge you, if you're out in the audience, sorry, Ken, go ahead.
5: Well, I was just going to say it's not the same Minneapolis it was when I got here five years ago. So it, yeah. it's, it's gone downhill ever since. If you're happy with the way it's going, keep voting the way you've been voting. But if you want it to be different from where it's at, then you need to. Vote. Everybody get out and vote. vote. And the Republican. only
3: people who can possibly be happy with the way it's going are the people who are part of the nonprofit industrial complex that basically owns Minneapolis City Government. So, Mark Globus, best of luck to you. Keep us uh, posted on things here. Both Thanks, of you Mitch. gentlemen. We yes, appreciate it. Love to have you both uh, out there. I mean, time is tight. So, if you're going to yeah. you know, volunteer, help out, uh, anything you can do to help uh, fight the power in Minneapolis, that would be huge. Mark Globus, uh, Ken Solway, thank you both for joining here. Best of luck to both of you. You. Thank you, anything we can do let us yeah. know All 651-289-4488 mark bashovsky joins us after the break here talking about uh fighting the mandate that's what we're doing uh, northern alliance radio network am 12 a the patriot go nowhere we'll be right back
9: my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800 824-3853.
2: If money really did grow on trees, what would be everyone's favorite season? Fall.
9: The dollars will be falling back into your pocket when you take advantage of Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's triple savings sale. That's three combined ways to save. Standard Heating September promotion, plus manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates. A combined savings of up to $2,775 on a new furnace and AC combo. Have a boiler? They're running a special on that, too. Ask your sales rep. Standard Heating is a family-owned and operated business with 91 years of serving the Twin Cities community. Take advantage of this fall's triple savings sale with up to $2,775 off. Hurry this offer and dad joke. End September 30th. Go to standardheating.com for more details. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com.
1: I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at I need more hair. Dot .com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to ineedmorehair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed and right and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day, contact I com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience, you can trust prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at I com. AM 1280,
3: The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, the new uh, Clint Eastwood film, Cry Macho, is in theaters, actually uh, opened last week. We want to celebrate in a special way. You can register every single day at am1280thepatriot.com for a chance to win a $1000 in cash, a quality brown suede jacket just like the awesome one Clint wears in the movie, a Clint Eastwood 40 film collectors edition box set. Now that sounds cool. And a $50 Fandango movie gift card so you can go actually see the movie. Either way, check it out. Go to am12a The Cry Macho sweepstakes still going on for another couple weeks. 651-289-4488, four, four, eight, eight, the number to call uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can also join us on Twitter, Gab, Parlor and MeWe at the hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Joining us next, uh, Mark Bishovsky. Who you might say. Well, let's talk about that. Let's. Uh, you you are here to uh, as part of an organization fighting against mandates. Mark Bishovsky, welcome to the broadcast here today.
7: Thank you so much, Mitch. This
3: thing came up pretty much all of a sudden, but it is boy can hardly be less, uh, <laughs> can hardly be more timely as uh, the, the uh, governor uh, government here in Minnesota continues to flirt with different degrees of mandates, different degrees of coercion. Not quite like Australia yet, but really, once you start going down that road, there is no way back. Mark Bustrovsky, thanks for coming on the broadcast study. Tell us a little about who you are and uh, what
7: brings you here today. So, yeah, Mitch, I am a respiratory therapist. I've got 22 years of experience in that field. Um, You know, I feel like I'm pretty darn good at it. I love taking care of patients. I love giving them that, you know, sincere human touch, not just being robotic, and desperately I, needed out when there. When I got into the field, I decided that I was going to treat every patient as though they were a family member. I've had family members in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Um I have a high level of experience. I've done everything from flying on helicopters, uh fixed-wing aircraft flying newborn babies around that are critically ill, all the way to working with elderly people at the end of life and anything in between. I've trained respiratory therapists. I've taught nurses. Um I love my job. I yeah. you know, until now, you know, I was I was, you know, sought after. I was considered a hero, but you know, not so much anymore. Now I'm expendable, and I'm getting to the end of my career here because I'm not going to comply with any of this nonsense. Let's put some details
3: on that. You're reaching the end of a successful 22-year career in a desperately needed field. What happened?
7: Well, uh, about five, five, six weeks ago, an email came across my computer at work, and it said. You will need to be vaccinated in in order to continue your employment. Um, and I, I absolutely, you know, you can submit a, a religious exemption, but I'm not playing games anymore. I'm not going to submit an exemption. Right. I'm just not going to play the games. I think that's a message too. As if we all just stop complying with the nonsense, we could probably end this. So. Well, we'll come back to that. But this is uh, this this is what
3: we're hearing from from people all across the medical profession, all the different medical professions, nurses, and doctors, therapists of all kinds are are seeing this mandate. And what strikes people is is pro- probably the, the the most concerning thing about the, the whole thing is people who are in healthcare are the ones who are leading the way and saying, "No, I'm I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to get coerced into." uh, it's worth quitting. It's worth restarting my career or going somewhere else and doing something else rather than get the, uh, rather than, rather than get the vaccine. I'll I'll point out myself that I had COVID and I've also been vaccinated because frankly, I've got a mother who's in an extended care, uh, you know, in, in a memory care unit and I, I can't go playing games. I got to take care of her, Right. So, I, I bit the bullet. I did what I had to do. That's fine. I'd do it again if I had to. And by the way, choice. the fact, yeah, it is a choice. And by the way, the fact that the system, the, the government we have is downplaying the effectiveness of natural immunity, of, of recovering from a viral infection, like every other viral infection uh, confers immunity, uh, strikes me as, as, that's what gets me starting to think like cons- conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorists. We'll come back to that, Mark Bischofsky. You are uh, one of many people who have had your life. Life altered by not so much COVID, although I'm sure as a rep- respiratory therapist, oh. that's kept you jumping for this last oh, year yeah, it's and a half.
7: Been, uh, I worked through it. I work in COVID unit. I, oh, yeah. I work, I've, I've held early on in this pandemic, you couldn't have family members in the hospital. So I, I literally spent hours and hours and hours holding the hands of those that were dying and held their hands until oh, they took their last breath because can't. I would not let them be alone during those moments. I Cannot mean, imagine. it's uh, an insane uh, situation, it,
3: insane situation, and yet here you are. You have decided to. Well, let's. we'll, we'll, we'll move on from the career stuff because we'll we'll talk about the public engagement in a moment here. But you have decided. You, are you you leaving the job? You leaving the
7: career of the field? What's uh, what's and and why? I have resigned my position. I worked the the complete my shifts this week, and I'm done. And then I need to uh, reevaluate what I want to do. There's a lot to think about there. I'm a creative guy. I can. I can paint walls. I can uh, hammer nails. I can do a lot of things. There's a lot of work out there right now. You know, there's oh, a, yeah. a lack of a, of people wanting to work. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know that I'm not going to comply at the institution that is forcing me out and uh, Im- imposing these ridiculous mandates.
3: And just so people can set this in context, why? Why are you not complying? I mean, everyone's got their own reasons. Everyone's got their own choice. You're making yours. Could you put a why on that?
7: Oh, absolutely. I could go for hours on that, but I mean to just kind of round it up, the any vaccine is supposed to have a minimum of 4 years, yeah, of research done on it. Yeah. Um I am vaccine injured already. My one of my children is as well. Um so we don't know what component of genetics puts us at risk. Um wow. we don't know what's in this vaccine. It is it is experimental. Uh, it was just revealed um through the high wire yesterday that uh 25 of the volume of the vaccine is unknown and they won't tell us what it is so there's a foia going against pfizer right now to uh expose what that 25 percent of that volume is i don't know what they're hiding you know I, and i'm all for choice i know there's so much fear out there that's being pushed by the mainstream i understand why why lots of folks would get it but to mandate it and then cause a shortage of hospital workers during a time when we're at such a great need oh yeah it seems just crazy it's lunacy it's absolutely lunacy is probably the the the, the
3: nicest term i can come up with for it it's absolutely it, it's it, it boggles the imagination you're moving beyond just uh resigning just putting your uh putting your feet where your beliefs are uh, Mark Pachoski uh you have been uh getting public in your opposition to the mandates here let's that's that's what brings you here today Mark Pachoski describe what you've been doing this last few weeks
7: yeah so for 5 weeks so when that mandate came across my computer i threw my papers down and i just said i'm done for 18 months i was waiting for people to to protest, I thought I'd join them. You know, the lockdowns, killing small businesses. Yeah. It didn't seem like they were making a difference between states locked down or not. Masking our children, which I know for a fact. I'm a professional mask tester. They do not block viral size <laughs> yes. particles. So I just kept waiting and, I, you know, kind of hoping it would go away. And then when the mandate came across... Like I said, I threw my papers down, and I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm doing something. I don't know what. I started giving my phone number out and telling people to text vaccine to my phone number. I went and picketed outside some hospitals, handing out flyers. And within five days, I had this massive rally in Stillwater with nearly 1,000 people, and I'm like, I got something here. So I kept going, kept going. I was on the Stu Peters show. Um, I founded the organization StopTheMandateMN.org, and um, I've got politicians calling me. Almost on a daily basis, campaign managers, Jensen, Doctor Shaw, Mortenson. Um, it's been an uh, amazing experience. An unfortunate one, though. I don't want to be here doing this. I don't. I'd rather be fishing, like I said. I'd rather oh, yeah. be in a tent in the woods with some fishing poles. Yeah, and this is, by the way, this is this is something that I, I've heard
3: before. I mean. It, people on my side of the aisle i don't know your politics doesn't matter you 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 have been brought into events by something that transcends politics or should transcend politics in a lot of although it doesn't in this state that's another whole story but the uh, you, you, a lot of people got dragged into politics I, that was what drove the tea party 12 years ago people who People who don't want to, they want to be doing their real lives. I mean, that's it. the listeners to this station being political conservatives. They, politics is a necessary evil at best. They want to be doing, their, they want to be running their businesses, raising their families, fishing, hunting, whatever it is they do. Everything but politics. And yet, there comes a time, sometime, with when when the the things that you normally just suck up and go with, they're too big, they're too bad. They, they, you can't do it again here a lot of people hit that point 12 years ago with the tea party uh, other people are starting to see it today uh, see it today but as you point out the lockdowns the 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 absurd uh, restrictions that had no scientific underpinning to them whatsoever got almost nobody out in the street or at least a crowd of people out on the street that, that the larger population can uh, get behind and yet you look at what happened. My favorite example, you look at the deaths per hundred thousand people in Minnesota, which is ha- which had mask mandates, had a fairly strict lo- moderately strict lockdown uh, as the last I checked were about fourteen hundred per million. Uh, deaths from COVID. You go to Wisconsin where the mask mandate got struck down in the emergency declaration also early on, and their rates per million are the same,
7: same within
3: yes. the within statistical noise. And no that's difference. with a, and that's with a more densely packed population that's more obese. I mean that has higher risk factors that should be way ahead of Minnesota. And yet they we're almost exactly the same. The measures had no effect whatsoever. At best
7: Absolutely, and the wall they they killed more businesses with well, lockdowns. Yeah. I mean, you That's go to right. downtown Minneapolis, it's insane. I haven't, I haven't been in downtown I was Minneapolis. Just down there, and you know, any you've got your Chipotle, you've got your McDonald's, any high end restaurant is mostly shut down. They rely on being full every Friday and Saturday night. They can't oh, yeah. function. I mean, these yeah. so many small businesses.
3: Oh, yeah. Every I, I used to throw these annual, semi-annual parties for for people in the audience, people, you know, audio, you know, bloggers, the likes of that. And every single place we used to go is dead and gone. The places that used to welcome the crowds of my friends, my audience, gone. All of them, every single one, none of them survived. It's absolutely, I, 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 well, we'll come back to that here. Uh, because it is time for people to get up and before before the lockdowns turn into the Australian kind of thing, it is time to it is time for people to get up. We're talking with Mark Bishofsky of stopthemandate.org. Let's take a quick break right now. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. We'll go to the phones as well uh, when we come back on the Northern Alliance radio network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Yeah,
2: AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
10: Hey there. Remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? like spending time with the family or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all or better yet taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use imagine this you getting your hooks wet catching some dinner and leaving the cleaning to us forever cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal break room bathroom disinfecting dusting mopping and more so what are you waiting for Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, forevercleaning is so thorough, you wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
9: cities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Like Matthew West, Toby Mac, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
11: Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. Do you
0: need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local, family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery.
3: AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. If you have questions from Mark Bischofsky from StopTheMandateMN.org, I will try to get that up on the air. However, this is one of those rare days where I don't have time to sit and uh, dally around, partly because Jack Tomzak is coming up at 3 o'clock, partly because my band has a gig and I have to get up to Oak Grove, or the opposite corner of the metro area, by 4 o'clock. But I'll get that posted a shot in the dark, that info one way or the other here, Mark Bischofsky. Stop the mandate. Dot, uh, stop the mandate MN. <laughs> Got it this time. Dot ORG. Let's talk about. Uh, well, first of all, let's, let's take a, a moment and go to the phones real quick. Uh, Anne in Roseville, uh, let's uh, go to, to you. Anne, you are on the air with Hello. Mark Boshovsky.
12: Oh, just a quick question. And I'll hang up for the answer. Um, I have heard that when an employee is put in a position such as he was put in, that it's better to force your employer to fire you in writing. In other words, just say no. I'm going to stay on the job, and you're going to have to fire me, because then you have better grounds if you decide to bring a lawsuit or participate in a class action law. That,
3: that is correct, And I've heard that at any rate. That uh, that. Uh, thanks for your call. By the way, we're very short on time here, so I've got. To be expeditious about this year. But uh, you you chose not to build the paper trail for future litigation, which is some advice I have heard, Mark Boschowski. Any explanation there?
7: Yeah, so I've been really firm. I asked uh, my manager, I asked Human Resources what they were going to do on October 29th after I did not submit an exemption and did not take the vaccine. And they could not tell me whether they would fire me or put me on a temporary leave of absence, Uh holding my PTO and uh, tying me up. Yeah. And, I, I, just, and I, I just, I'm done playing the game. I, you know, And I recommend what you're saying. Um, it, you're probably better off waiting for them to fire you. You could probably get some unemployment benefits. You could probably go for a wrongful termination suit. For most people, I believe that is the thing to do. But I'm so convicted in this choice. To just not comply. That for my my personal choice was to just leave and and let them feel my absence.
3: We got a lot of things to get to and a lot of actually full bank of callers, which hardly ever happens on a beautiful Saturday. Let's go to Minneapolis. Patricia, you're live and on the air with Mark Boshovsky.
12: Yes, I really applaud him. I'm just really pleased to hear this. I my world changed about a month ago when my double vaccinated son, a CEO in a company out in Colorado, called and said he had COVID. Several of his co-workers had COVID. They're all double vaccinated. There are probably, I don't know, 25 out of 90 that got it or are still probably going through the the place, the workplace. Two of them ended up in the hospital. One finally got out. The other one, he just told me, just died in his 50s, double vaccinated, was in the hospital for 33 days. They pulled the plug, and he died. Now, I really think, what's the point of a vaccine if this is going to happen anyway? I heard on a different station that a study in, in Europe that 90 or 70% no, knows England of the people that died of COVID were vaccinated, 30% weren't. What's the point of the mandate? I think we need to promote, um, and I wondered his thoughts on the whole uh, therapeutics and how to avoid some of that stuff to begin with.
3: Uh, excellent questions, Patricia. We do have to move along here, but thank you for your call. Comments on Patricia's uh, Yeah, thoughts. I
7: mean, I'm... I'm seeing a lot of that. If you look at Israel's numbers, most of those folks that are getting sick and hospitalized are fully vaccinated. I'm going to be perfectly honest here, though. What I'm seeing in the hospital is mostly the unvaccinated right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you because um, what's the point in lying? But, you know, there, I do see uh, fully vaccinated folks die. I do know that the risk of a young man to get uh, an inflamed heart is much higher from the vaccine is much higher than him dying of COVID. So there's, you could go, you could go around and around uh, for days on this, but you know, yeah. you're right. It's not, it's not as effective as they once told us. It, it yeah, could.
3: it is. Yeah, excellent. And, and, and honestly, the only reason, well, other than the need to take care of my mother uh, that I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine is because it doesn't make any pretense about preventing all, it's a two thirds effective at preventing COVID, but I'm na- I've got, I've got the natural antibodies. I just want to prevent going into the hospital, which just seems to be the strong, suit to the johnson and johnson anyway matters not so much at this point here this it's very i think the point is here it's very possible to be pro-choice to be pro-vaccination to to look at the data you have and say the vaccines uh, tilt the risks as uh, far enough your direction to be worth it and still oppose the mandate i still oppose forcing people to, in, uh, to to get an injection that, that their own uh, yeah. examination of the facts says that, that they don't want, as indeed you have right. done. Uh, let's uh, talk. we got about two minutes left, Mark Bischofsky, and we got the meat of this interview coming. Let's talk about your protest.
7: Yeah, so tomorrow at the state capitol, on the steps of the state capitol, starting at 4 p.m., we are having a massive rally protest um, with many great speakers. The featured speaker is going to be Del Bigtree. He is the, inf- uh, the founder of the Informed Consent Action Network, he is a previously an Emmy award-winning producer for the show The Doctors, the CBS show The Doctors, and he currently is the host of the fastest-growing medical and health show in the world, uh The Highwire, thehighwire.com. Dell is amazing. He's America's loudest, uh strongest voice for medical freedom right now. He's amazing. We also have uh, several other doctors, Bob Zajac, the owner and founder of New Kingdom Pediatric Clinics in in the Twin Cities, and he's a a true fighter for medical freedom and informed consent. We have Dr. Patrick Headland, who's going to speak about uh, being terminated for his prescribing practices from health partners. We've got Dr. Matt Scott, who is a chiropractor and a health and wellness coach. And he's going to talk about uh, ways you can beat COVID, avoid COVID. We have Dr. Aaron Williams, who is a board certified anesthesiologist, an award-winning doctor who has also had his eyes opened uh, lately a, uh, regarding a, all this a deep
3: bullpen of great speakers it's amazing let's go about let's do the who what where. we got the who uh when is this it's at the capital steps what time four o'clock it starts till 7 p.m okay um, might have to try I've got I've got a full day of uh, house projects but this might be it sounds like it might be worth uh, stopping down uh yeah, absolutely uh so let's uh let's give the website one more time by the way uh this is uh, has a political implications as well you you want people to be contacting some uh, some of our politicians Yeah I would like
7: people to call there's going to be a special session coming up here in, on this in the state and uh, people need to contact their legislators uh, specifically, you might want to contact Senate Majority Leader Jeremy Miller and tell him he needs to stop vaccine mandates as part of this special session. And there's the the whole special session is pre-negotiated. So if we wait till that day, it's not going to work. He is going to be committing political suicide, and his career is going to end if he doesn't do something. For the people that are demanding change, yeah, I
3: mean, if, if, no one wants to be the politician who presides over the complete collapse of of your area's health care system. Which is looking at the number of people in in the medical professions, all of them, who are either being removed or being uh, or, or removing themselves, as as you have. It's it's not hard to get from here to what we've seen in New York. We have the governor saying, "Yeah, we'll just restaff all of our healthcare care facilities with immigrants." This, is this what we want. This this. Uh, yeah. So Jeremy, good luck. Jer- Yeah. Good luck with that. Jeremy Miller, the uh, pr- the majority leader in the Senate uh, among many. And uh, make sure your local representatives as well, representatives of the senators here from you as well. Mark Bischofsky, uh state capital steps tomorrow. Plethora of uh, of great speakers. Uh, and of course, we're talking whatever your whatever your views of vaccines and, and medication in general. Choice uh, is is something that is absolutely important if you don 't want to see scenes like you 're seeing in Australia these days happening here in, in Minnesota. Mark, thanks for coming out. God bless, and thanks, best Mitch. of luck tomorrow. Thank you all for tuning in. See you up uh, hopefully at the SRO tonight, my band elephant room they, uh, in the room from there from seven uh, till eleven tonight. Thanks for tuning in. God
2: bless you all. God bless America. Hello. Know the weather before you hit the field thanks to AM 1280 The Patriot and OnX Hunt. Listen every Thursday at 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. for the OnX Hunt weather forecast. No matter where you hunt, public or private, OnX Hunt has it mapped. As the number one hunting GPS app, Onyx gives you hundreds of custom map layers, 3D topo maps, weather details, and even what crops have been planted and where. All within the palm of your hand. Get the most trusted GPS app ever made. OnX. Know where you stand with Onex Hunt.
11: And cyberspace.
2: And I'm
8: proud to be a member. And of I'm
11: you. proud to
2: serve in the United and States. And I'm proud to protect our country.
8: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
0: AFReserve.com.
2: Celebrating two decades on air.